When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? I'm live. Hey, live here on American English Guy 2. And I didn't even announce it. So I don't think there will be a lot of people showing up for this. So you are probably listening on the podcast. How are you doing? And I'm getting an echo for some reason. That's not good. Why am I getting an echo? Hopefully you weren't getting an echo. I was getting an echo, but I got rid of that. Uh, so you're either listening on the podcast, welcome, or you're watching on replay, uh, or you're just waking up, maybe, or you're just going to bed. But I think it's going to be a pretty quiet stream. I think I will just be teaching on my own a little bit. But I've been teaching for 20 years, and I barely looked over this material. I didn't look at it for very long. So we might be learning together, but I've been teaching a long time, so I think it'll be okay. And I wanted to try something new. Today, we're going to talk about the city of Boston. Definitely a oh, an important city in the United States, a historic city in the United States. We'll work on some advanced vocabulary maybe a little shadowing, probably some phrasal verbs. I think I already used one and I meant to, I can't remember what I said though, but I'm hoping that when I use a phrasal verb, I'll explain it. There's so many phrasal verbs in English, right? Somebody actually showed up. <laughs> Italo, how are you? And Amina, what's going on? I didn't even announce this, but I thought let's spend 20 minutes together I am going to do some reading and explaining, and you are going to learn English. I promise your English will improve. If you're listening on the podcast, you won't have the text in front of you, but if you are watching here on YouTube, probably on replay, um, you'll have the text in front of you because I just pulled it up. And Amina, I am going to make that wishy-washy video for you. Oh my gosh. What's Luke doing up? Why is Ibrahim still awake over in Egypt and Poland? Well, welcome. Uh, if you're just joining, what we're going to do here is we're just going to read together from the Wikipedia page for Boston, but it's simple English. So it shouldn't be too bad. And I know Ibrahim believes this. One of the best ways to learn English is by listening so you have for free about 20 minutes native English speaker reading something. Hopefully it's going to be clear. If there is something that's kind of difficult to understand, I'm going to explain it. If you think something is difficult, put it in the chat. I can help out. So let's get right to it. Mm, I'll put this. Oh, and one, if you are watching, let's talk about the elephant in the room. 
the elephant is in the room is when something is very obvious, it's different, but nobody is saying anything about it. I shaved. Jamie wanted me to shave and it's summer and I just shaved. So parts of my face are a little red, but who cares? You're here to learn English, not to stare at my face, right? Uh, what time is it here? I don't even know. I think it's like 5 p.m. in the evening here. So let's get into this Boston thing. Boom. There it is. And I'll just start reading some of these sentences right here. Hopefully pronouncing it perfectly for you. Boston is the largest city of Massachusetts. Tough one, right? Massachusetts. You know what? I am going to write it actually in the chat exactly how it's spelled. Uh, or I'm going to spell it how it's pronounced. Mass. Uh. Chu. Sits. M A S S A C H E W S I T S. Come on. Everybody can say that, right? Mass. Uh. Chew sits. You chew your food. You sit in the chair. Massachusetts. It's it's not that hard when you break it down. I don't know how many times in your life you'll need to say Massachusetts, but there you go. Boston is the largest city of Massachusetts in the United States. So some prepositions there for you. It was founded in 1630. So founded is another way to say it was started. So like you could found a company. Let's take Nike. Nike was founded in Oregon, I think. I don't know the year though. Let's say 1975. That's the year I was founded. That's the year I was born. But you really can't say founded for people. Boston was founded in 1630. I'm sure to some of you living in Egypt and Poland, you're probably like, that's not that old. But to us living here in the Americas, Canada also, like that's pretty old. That's pretty old. Of course, there were Native Americans here before Europeans came. But yeah, our cities are pretty young compared to well, most of the world, Europe, Africa, Asia. Boston is one of the oldest and richest and most culturally important cities in the United States. So let's take a look at that. Culturally important. Usually when you're talking about culture, you're talking about maybe history or maybe music. So Boston is very famous for being historic. One of the most famous things in American history happened here. I think I will do a lesson on it one day, and that is called the Boston Tea Party. But Boston is pretty culturally known. You could take a city like New Orleans in Louisiana. It's known for its food Cajun food. It's known for its music like jazz. So that's a culturally important city in the United States, but for different reasons, 
music and food. I don't think Boston is really known for the music that has come out of Boston. There's a band called Aerosmith that is from Boston. Another band called Boston from Boston, but I don't think they're that popular. Uh, New Kids on the Block, if you're a child of the 1980s, they're from Boston, but I wouldn't say musically Boston is that famous. Um, Let's take a look at these pictures here. So, of course, if you're listening on the podcast, um, yeah, you can't see these, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can. So let's talk about some of these. At least you can listen, though, on the podcast. So Boston is the state capital of Massachusetts. Every one of the 50 states has a capital. The state that I live in, Maine, the capital is a city called Augusta. And this says, if we're looking at these pictures, I think you can see my cursor, that this goes clockwise. Clockwise, it means it goes the same way the hands on a clock go. Clockwise. If you're young enough to not know about clocks, the old clocks that have faces and hands, it might be a little difficult. But basically, look at my cursor right here, my little hand. Clockwise is this way. So it's a circular motion, but it's this way. If I want to go counterclockwise, it would be this way. But that's not the way this picture is set up. Set up. That's an English phrasal verb, isn't it? Let me check the chat just to make sure nobody's talking to me. No, it looks like everybody's talking to each other. Amina, Ibrahim, welcome. Hope you're having a good night. Let's learn a little English. So right at the top, you can see this is the skyline of Back Bay. When we say skyline, we mean the picture from a distance of those buildings. So mostly big cities. We wouldn't say a town would really have a skyline. It has to have some buildings tall enough to be kind of in the sky skyscrapers so you can see this is the skyline of back bay back bay is that water right there so bay is another name for a place that dips inside the land but it's made of water okay and then this has a bay there's a little bay in boston That is Fenway Park. You can see it right down there, Fenway Park. And that is where they play baseball. They play baseball. Sometimes they have concerts there. I've seen my favorite band, Dave Matthews Band. I've seen them twice at Fenway Park. So sometimes Fenway Park will have concerts. I think they've had some soccer games there. They've definitely had some hockey games there. I don't know if they've ever had a football game there. They may have, but it is the home of the baseball team called the Boston Red Sox. And right below that is something that I don't know about, but it might be famous. It's called Christian Science Church. 
below that is something called Boston Common. Maybe we should talk about common. I don't think you will use it that often in English, but in older cities in the United States, they often had a common and it's another name for a park. So it's a little small, that picture there. Can we blow it up a little bit? But if you are familiar with Central Park in New York City, it's right in the middle of the city and there's a lot of green there. There are walking trails. There are bridges over little rivers. There are trees there. That's where the green comes from, lots of grass. So a common comes from a common area where all of the people of the city could share it. You know, if you have something in common with another person, it means you have a lot of the same interests. So if you know, I have a wife, his, her name is Jamie, and we have a lot in common. Hopefully husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends and whatever, friends in general, hopefully they have a lot in common because that means they will get along well. Like Jamie and I, we both love, what do we love together? Mm, let's say pizza. Our marriage is built on pizza. We both love pizza. We have that in common. So we get along. Now we, we like more than just pizza. We, we both do like pizza though. We had pizza last night for supper or dinner where I live in Maine. You'll hear both supper and dinner for the last meal of the day. But that's mostly like a Boston kind of new England thing where I live. Um, skip down here. This is where I live in Maine. This is Boston, as you can see. And a lot of times we'll say supper in New England. New England is right up here in this corner. There are six states that make up New England. You can also see right here, that's where Boston is located in the, in the state of Massachusetts. Ooh, anybody in the chat? Do you know what these little... So we have the state of Massachusetts. We have Boston right here. Does anybody know what these little things are? I think I know. I'm not sure. I don't think they're cities. I actually think it says it right on the map there. Does anybody know? Hey, Cecilia, what's going on? Happy you're here from Argentina. Just reading Amina's question. Hey, Rod, what's going on, man? Did Boston cream donut come from Boston? I do think it did. Yes. They are very popular here. You can buy them at Dunkin' Donuts and they're not quite a vanilla cream. I'm not sure if they're, is it called Bavarian cream in other places in English? I'm not sure, but um, lots of sugar, Boston cream. Ugh, it's good. I bet you can, can you, hey Amina, can you get Boston cream? at Tim Hortons. When Tim Hortons was here, you could get Boston cream, but I don't know if it's just because I'm close to Boston. If I got in my car right now and drove South, it would take me about two hours to get to Boston. So I live relatively close. Amina asked about relatively, um, a couple months ago, I think it was, 
So relatively, um, I live relatively close to Boston compared to Ibrahim, who lives in Egypt. So he would live relatively far. Whenever you use relatively, you have to compare it to something else. So I am relatively tall compared to a baby, but I'm relatively short compared to Shaquille O'Neal. If you know that guy, he is a uh, very tall, very big man who used to play basketball for uh, the LA Lakers Yeah, the Lakers. And before that, I think he was with the Orlando magic. Maybe we'll do Orlando one day, Florida mode. How are you, man? Welcome. That's good to know. So you can get Boston cream donuts at the Tim Hortons in Canada in Ottawa, Canada. Um, yeah. Does any, if we do Orlando, does anybody know the big claim to fame of Orlando? And if somebody has a claim to fame, it's what makes them famous. So we might say, oh, who's well-known all around the world? Madonna. Rod is here. He likes Madonna. So Madonna's claim to fame is probably singing, right? I think that's how she made her mark on the world. Her claim to fame is singing, but she did go on to act. She acted in a James Bond movie, if I remember correctly. All right. So, uh, oh no, worst nightmare. What happened? What happened? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Mode is my worst nightmare. He, and we don't have any moderators on this channel. I don't think so mode, just, just watch out for mode. He may, uh, you never know what mode's going to say. That's just a little joke we have between each other. Um, Orlando is known for like the capital of Disney world. So Mickey mouse lives in Orlando. So nice. Ibrahim. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. Um, and I think, uh, like I said before, listening, I know Ibrahim and I have a lot of the same thoughts on learning languages. And I think this type of lesson where you hear a native English speaker speak clearly, hopefully I'm pronouncing everything correctly, this can really help you improve your English. At least that's the goal. That's the goal. If I'm speaking a little too quickly or a little too slowly, let me know. If you're watching on replay, just remember you can speed it up or you can slow it down on the podcast and on YouTube. All right, let's get back to the learning about Boston. These little things, I believe, are counties. So we have towns and cities, which are about as small as it gets in the United States town is a little smaller than a city, but there's no exact number on when a town becomes a city. For instance, sometimes I say New York city. Oh, it's a great town. And you know, it's the biggest city in the United States. So town and city, most of the time can be used interchangeably. A little bit bigger than a town or a city is something we have called a county. And I think on this map, 
That's what this is. Those are pictures of counties, not cities. Somebody on the other channel asked about the difference between those things. So I may do a, a video on that at some point. And then here, getting back to our picture. What is that? That looks like, okay, Boston Common. So that's downtown crossing. I, I've never heard of that downtown crossing, but we do have another skyline. Um, I think I'm missing something because skyline of the financial district. Okay. Maybe that's the same thing, but this definitely is the Massachusetts state house right there. And a lot of new England state capitals. So this is the Capitol building. They will have this thing. We call that a golden dome. So that round thing at the top of the building, you might say that is a dome. So that's a golden dome. Like I said, I have not read this whole thing. So um, we might learn things together. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that. We'll, we'll get to that at some point. It almost looks French, but if I, we'll wait, maybe, I don't, I don't know if I can pronounce that. Uh, and that's one of the things too about, um, you know, to get serious for a second, um, when I'm reading in English, you know, native English speaker, I read a lot. It's my job. I am an English teacher. I still learn things. So that's one of the joys of learning any language is you will never understand everything completely. I mean, the more you study, the more you'll know, but you're always going to be learning new things. And the sad thing is, I don't know if it's sad or not, but um, the native English speaker will probably have more vocabulary than you do. So don't feel badly about that. And as you know, most of you have been here before. Um, don't lose that accent. Keep that accent. Keep that accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, what, what did, what she was in the James Bond movie? I think die another day. She played a fencer and then she was married to uh, guy Ritchie. So she was in uh, swept away. I don't think that had good reviews. Um, but she was in desperately seeking Susan when I was young, Rod and I are about the same age. So when we were young, um, she was in that movie and my nose is, is itching, but that, that's what happens when you're live. Right. Um, which, which I like, I like being live just because you know, I don't have to edit. That's fun. And then you'll just see that, you know, even English teachers make mistakes sometimes. Uh, thank you. Ibrahim says that I'm speaking at a, a pretty good pace. Ollie Richard. Love that dude. Um, side note, I don't even, I, I'm not studying Spanish yet. One day I think I will. And Ollie Richard had a Kindle book in Spanish on world war two. It was 99 cents. I grabbed it. I grabbed it means I bought it. As soon as I saw it, I grabbed that thing. I bought it. Yeah. One day I hope to learn um, Spanish. And I think if I study Italian, keep at it, study a little Portuguese, I won't have to spend a lot of time on Spanish, I think. 
a few months, but Italian It's my first time ever learning a language. And I went on a walk today, nice long walk. I listened, listened to my Italian and Ibrahim, since you're here, I also love, um, Steve Kaufman and I know, I know Ibrahim does too. So I had my link, my link. I was listening to, um, it's called easy Italian. So where they, they have it for English as well. Easy English where you can hear people speaking like for real, for real out in the public. They go to a park sometimes. And I definitely want to do that on my walk. I went past a bar and I'm like, wow, what if I went into that bar with my camera and the viewers could listen to drunk Americans speaking English. Now, if you can understand drunk Americans speaking, you know, English really well. I would have to make sure that I put subtitles very clearly on that video though. Summer's here. Summer's here. Um, during Bob, the Canadians chat, Semra, I wanted to ask you, do you have many caterpillars that come into your veterinarian office? For all of you who don't know, Semra is a veterinarian. I don't think she sees a lot of caterpillars at the office, but I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask if you could just leave it in the chat. Caterpillars? Yes. No. Do you have to perform surgery on caterpillars very often? Nice to see you, Semra. There's something else I think I wanted to talk to you about. I will I will message you if I if I remember. Oh no way, I didn't know that. Madonna, Dick Tracy. Was with Al Pacino? Was um was Warren Beatty in that as well? Warren Beatty. That was that her husband at one time, I think. I'm I'm not a Madonna expert, but whoa. Seed is here. Welcome, Sita. That's more people than I thought would be in here. I thought more people would be seeing it on the replay. If you're just joining us, uh, I have up a simple English Wikipedia page on the city of Boston. We're just reading it together, learning what we can about the English language. And at the very least, at the very least, you are listening to me speak, hopefully, clear English which I think will really help you with your English. And you get to talk to cool people in the chat. So it's a win-win. Um, when something is a win-win in English, it's good for two reasons. So you're hearing a native English teacher, a teacher speak, hopefully clearly, and you're chatting with cool people. It's a win-win. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? So nice to see so many. Oh, her boyfriend. So they never, they never married. They never tied the knot, which is another way to say married. They never took the plunge. Another way to say get married. And this might be a lesson that you watch a couple times because I am throwing out a lot of English oh. phrasal verb throwing out. No, I'm offering a lot of English here. Phrasal verb throwing out. You could, you could literally throw out your trash, but you could also, man, just throw out some facts, just throw out some facts. 
Tell me a little bit about yourself. Throw out some facts. Right. Um, Samra. No. She's never seen a caterpillar before at the vet. Hmm. <laughs> but there are many, I'm sure, many strange pets that come through the, uh, the veterinarian's office, I bet. Summer does great work. Veterinarian. Um, and as Bob the Canadian, when he went through uh, the dream jobs, dream jobs lesson he did uh, yesterday, a lot a lot of people that I teach, mostly girls, but not just girls, their dream job is veterinarian for sure. Probably 10% of the people when asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? That is a very common question for children. What do you want to be when you grow up? Many will say veterinarian. Not an easy word to say. Veterinarian. Veterinarian. Iguana. Okay, so Semra is saying, if you're, if you're, I'm trying to repeat some of the things that are being said in the chat for people who will listen on the podcast, but Semra says she has seen an iguana, a lizard, and a spider. Mm. So it's probably one of those big spiders, like a tarantula. I don't think that's an English word, right? Tarantula. I think that comes from maybe Spanish, maybe Portuguese, tarantula, but it's one that we have. No, wait, did you say? Okay. So she's seen a snake, a turtle, many types of birds. I almost thought you said skunk when it, when you said snake, but we have skunks in the United States. They smell really bad. I don't think many other places in the world have skunks, and that's probably a good thing. Oh, seven habits of highly effective people. A win-win. I'm glad. And so if that's new for you, the win-win, it's a good term to know. But if not, Ibrahim, it, it's out there in the real world. He said he uh, saw it in that book. Very famous book in English. The seven habits of highly effective people. I don't think I have any of those habits. I have, I have zero habits of highly effective people. No. JK, JK. Sometimes in English, we say JK, meaning just kidding. JK. It's a little slang there. JK. <laughs> mode. See, that's what I'm saying about mode. You never know what he's going to say, but he said... I've never heard a drunk American speaking, but I've listened to Trump a few times though. It's similar. It's similar. Sometimes it's similar, similar. Oh, Avita. Yeah. What a great, what a great role. I mean, that was perfect for her. It required a lot of singing. She nailed it, right? Nailed it. Avita and Avita. Cecilia was Argentinian right? That's how we say that in English. Someone who is from Argentina, they would be Argentinian. It's a little difficult, huh? But Ava Perón was Argentinian, wasn't she? Zero habits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might have one. What is, is one of the seven habits to sleep a lot? If it is, that's, that's a habit I have. Just kidding. I actually don't sleep. 
I sleep my seven hours a night. I think they require eight, you know, like doctors will say, Hey, get your eight hours. I get seven. I get seven. But, and I think some of you, I know Samra, it is very late in Turkey. So she's, she probably doesn't get her eight hours of sleep either. All right, let's get back to the lesson. Although it is fun chatting. It is fun chatting. So we've talked about that. Yeah, if anybody wants to look at the flag, um, that is the flag there. I've actually never seen the flag. And if I had to guess, there would be some Latin written on that flag. And I do not know Latin. So some of the nicknames for Boston... Just like if you saw the the lesson I did for New York, one of the nicknames for New York City is the Big Apple, but one of the nicknames for Boston is Beantown or the hub, the hub of the universe. Here, let me pull up something here. I think I can put this on here. Um, yeah, let's see, Boston Bruins. If anybody, I don't think they are. If anybody is into hockey, their their logo for the team, and I think I could do this. Maybe I bit off a little more than I can chew. I think I put that in one of the lessons I did recently. Oh, when you bite off more than you can chew. It means you tried something too hard and you weren't able to do it. I think I can do this through trial and error. So I messed up once, but I will try again. Okay. I think I'm recording now. Yeah. So that hub of the universe, this is the hockey team, the logo for the hockey team, the Boston Bruins. And right here in the middle, it's called the hub. And Boston, some people think it's the hub of the universe. If something is the hub, it's very busy. It's very important. And so the middle of this spoke B, these are spokes. So if you have a bicycle tire and it's those little lines connecting the center to the outside, these are called spokes. And the middle is the hub. So this logo is often called the hub right in the middle there, the B, the B is in the hub of that logo. So my favorite hockey team right there, the Boston Bruins, they are out of the playoffs. They lost like two or three days ago. My son and I were very upset. We cried a little. We didn't, we didn't cry. We didn't cry, but um, we were mad trial and error right? That's, isn't it mode? It's the best way to learn something. So I think one of the seven, um, traits of highly effective people is don't be afraid, afraid to fail. I was watching a, an interview with Elon Musk and he's talked about all of the times he's tried something and he failed. And I think the same goes for learning English. Like you might, mess up. Sometimes you might have a mistake, but you know, don't let that affect you. Keep on going. 
And I think we learn a lot from our mistakes. So now I know how to, um, yeah, now I got to get back to the other article, but, and now I know how to go from one page to the other. I learned that on the fly. When you learn something on the fly, it means you learn it as you do it. You learn it on the fly. Oh, yeah. A great question, Ibrahim. Are you, if you were following the channel last year, and I know I know Ibrahim was, um, I would go out live sometimes, but like I got a microphone now and the setup is just, it's a little more complicated. I have lights here now. So I think for the audio quality, I probably should stay inside. Now, Mr. Bob, Bob the Canadian, the legend, he can go outside. I'm just, I'm not at that level quite yet. So not at that level quite yet. Ooh, a guinea pig. Okay. All right. Oh, and a gerbil, a gerbil and a guinea pig. There's a country in South America where the guinea pig is eaten. Is it Ecuador? Guinea pig. Is it Peru? It's somewhere up there. The guinea pig. Oh, poor little guinea pig. Maybe they're tasty. I don't know. Tasty. And the rest of these nicknames, I don't really know. The Cradle of Liberty. Liberty is another name for freedom. And if it's the cradle, so babies often sleep in a cradle. But this way, cradle, it means where it was born the cradle of liberty. So where freedom was born, maybe in this country, maybe in the United States, the cradle of modern America, the Athens of America. So I don't think um, there are any Greek um, viewers in here right now, but if you're watching on replay, the United States, we look often to Greek history, Roman history, as inspiration. So a lot of times you will see like on our city mottos, a motto is a saying like that every city, every state has a saying. A lot of times it is in Latin. So it looks like the motto for Boston is in Latin. Where is it? Yeah, I I don't know. That is Latin. I don't dare pronounce it. I'm more comfortable with English. Luckily, they have given us the translation. So the motto is what the city kind of lives by. And they probably, I bet if you ask a lot of Bostonians, that's what we call people from Boston, just like Argentinians, people from Argentina, Bostonians. I bet if you ask mo- most Bostonians, they do not know their motto, but their motto is as God was with our fathers. So may he be with us. So fathers and mothers too. We can't forget the mothers. Um, since God was with the people that were before us, 
the people that started this city. Hopefully he'll be with us. And notice the capital H. So anytime that in English, if you're talking about God or, you know, whatever you believe in, the higher power there, oftentimes you will use the pronoun he and it will be capitalized. Also with him, also capitalized. But we don't talk too much about religion on this channel out of respect to all of the different religions in the world. So the next thing we should probably talk about here is the history. Yeah, that's the next thing. couple paragraphs there. Let me just check the chat, see if anybody is uh, asking any questions. Can he pick? Oh, yes. Rod's talking about back in the day. There was a mattress in this room. Yeah, that, that's going way back. That's going way back. I know Cecilia, Ibrahim were around back in those early days. I still think we're in the early days. I've been at the YouTube thing for about a year. Was it a year? A year and a half almost. I started it um, January like 20th, 2020, January 20th or 21st, one of those days. So almost a year and a half now. Yeah, hopefully um, hopefully I can put you right to sleep. My voice is calming enough, so go to sleep. Maybe I'll sing a lullaby at the end of the lesson. A lullaby is a song that is sung to people who are trying to go to sleep. A lot of mothers and fathers will sing lullabies to their children. I, I can't sing. You you would stay awake if I was trying to sing you to sleep. That would be the legendary mattress. There is, nobody uses it, but on the other channel, if you're a channel member, there is an emoji that will bring up the mattress. Yeah, like a custom emoji. You can, you can click the mattress next time I'm live if you're a member. Yeah, there are like five different like custom emojis. Let's talk a little bit about the history. 40 minutes we've been going at this? Time flies. Um, yeah, I love uh, seeing everybody in here and chatting with you. So time flies means um, you may have heard that before, but when you don't even realize how much time has passed, we might say time flies. Often when you're on vacation, time flies. Time goes much more quickly than when you are at work. It seems that the hours drag when you're at work, but time flies when you're on vacation. The hours drag. All right, Boston was founded on September 7th, 1630 by Puritan colonists from England. Um, in my class this year, we actually did a unit on the Puritans. If you've ever heard of the Salem witch trials, maybe I should do a lesson on the Salem witch trials. But Puritans came from England, as you can see here. We don't want to go to England. Eh, maybe we can do a, um, maybe we'll do a lesson on England. Uh, but Puritans, if you look, Puritans, it's almost like pure 
is in their name. So they left England for religious reasons. They were not happy with the church of England and England at the time. So they left England, came to what was called the new world. So North and South America, they came to the new world to start their own religion, Puritans. Boston's early European settlers called the area. Ooh, if it means three mountains, is it French? That almost looks French. That's although the, the tray is different, but let's just say it's Tre Montaigne, Tre Montaigne. Okay. If it's French, let's pretend I pronounced that correctly. They renamed the town for Boston, England in Lincolnshire because many important pilgrim colonists came from there. All right. That gets a little confusing because pilgrims are a different group. They are not Puritans. They both left England for religious reasons, but they're not exactly the same. Pilgrims and Puritans. Pilgrim also can be a word that you use for anyone who leaves their home for religious reasons. But if you're talking about the pilgrims, most people would think you're talking about Thanksgiving. In this country, we think the pilgrims started the first Thanksgiving with Native Americans. I don't know if that is quite true. Most of Boston's early citizens were Puritans. Shortly after Boston's settlement, Puritans created America's first public school and America's first university, Harvard University, in 1636. So that is still the you know oldest college in the United States, one of the best colleges in the United States. Harvard is in the city of Cambridge. So let's talk just for a second about the towns in New England. A lot of them are actually named for towns back in in England because the early settlers, European settlers, were from England. So a lot of our towns are named for places in England. Oh, my voice is relaxing. Good. I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be too jarring. Jarring. If something is jarring, like my voice, it would go up and down. It might scare you sometimes. Um, Let's say if you were in a car crash and you hit the car in front of you, that would be jarring. That would be jarring. So. Jeez, no, do a lesson on England with a British accent. That's funny. That's funny. I don't know if I could do that though. Maybe, maybe I could. Jarring. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't, I have to be in the right mood for the British accent, but maybe I will one day soon do it again. British accent. I took a video down off the channel. I could put it back up, but very early video of me doing a British accent and why you should learn American English and not British English. Let's see here. What's next? Yeah. 
Harvard University. I can do a quick Boston accent. I think I've done it recently, but Harvard. People in Boston might say Harvard. Yad. So ka. A car becomes ka. The yard, which is what we call like our grass. You might hear it called a lawn or you might hear it called um, a yard. Yad. Havid, ka, I gotta pack the ka. That's if you've ever seen the in English. If you've ever seen the American movie Goodwill Hunting, they all have Boston accents, and it's not that different from a Maine accent, Boston, and that's how they pronounce Boston, Boston, Boston. Until the 1760s, Boston was America's largest city. Of course, now it's New New York City. Oh, does anybody know the second biggest city in the United States? Without looking it up, without looking it up, what is the second biggest city in the United States? Here's a hint. You have to go to the West Coast. Second biggest city. Hmm. Do you have Jeopardy in your country? Doom, 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 doom. That's the song that plays when people are thinking. And what's the third biggest city? Does anybody know? Maybe we'll do on this channel, we'll do live lessons with cities. And we can do, everybody knows the biggest, right? I just said it. It's New York City. But the second biggest city. In the United States and the third. So the biggest city is on the East Coast. That's New York City. The second biggest city is on the West Coast. And then the third biggest city is in the middle of the country, more or less. So we have Los Angeles. That's the second biggest city. And the third biggest, oh, Amina got it. I guess I said it a little too quickly, but that is correct. And the third biggest, it's kind of in the middle of the country, maybe a little more east, but Chicago, Illinois, we don't pronounce that S on the end. It is in California, Los Angeles, Ibrahim, nicely done. Yeah, so Illinois is how you pronounce that state. No S, Illinois. Illinois. All right, a couple more paragraphs, and then I probably got to get going. During the 1700s, the British tried to control the 13 colonies with taxes. This made the people from Boston start the American Revolution. That is the war that we call, like when we fought the British, That's what we call that war for independence. We call it the American Revolution or the Revolutionary War. The Boston Massacre. Maybe we'll do a lesson on that. The Boston Tea Party and several early battles happened in or near the city. It held its first town meeting in, that's pronounced Faneuil Hall, Faneuil Hall, in 1743 
Boston continued to grow and attract immigrants from around the world. Many immigrants came from Ireland and gave Boston a very Irish culture that remains today. Yes, a lot of Irish immigrants. Did I not even put up the article? I'm sorry. People listening on the podcast, they have no idea. People watching on YouTube, I'm just reading something and the text is not on the screen. Sorry about that. Um, In the 1850s, I think it was, Ireland had what we call in English a potato famine. In Ireland, they ate almost potatoes every meal almost right potatoes and milk it's a very healthy meal when you don't have a lot so the irish at the time lived almost solely on potatoes potatoes for breakfast potatoes for lunch potatoes for dinner or potatoes for supper and what happened was there was a disease with the potato so if you have been living on potatoes for generations You've only grown potatoes for generations and something happens to that crop. It's not good. A lot of people died of starvation. Many who could afford it came to the United States. They came to Boston. And so even to this day, a lot of people in Boston look back to their Irish heritage. I'm going back to reading now and I promise I will put it on the screen so you can read along with me. Listening is great, but if you have the text in front of you, it might be a little bit better. Maybe. But sometimes it's hard to have that text in front of you. Boston continued to grow and attract immigrants from around the world. Many immigrants came from Ireland and gave Boston a very Irish culture that remains today. So I read that over. Hopefully, um, you can see it now. President John F. Kennedy was a member of an Irish-American family that lived in Boston. So if you've ever heard of a pretty famous American president, his family is from Boston. Many immigrants also came from Italy and lived in Boston's North End, where Italian culture remains with various Italian stores, restaurants, bakeries, and homes. On the 15th of April, 2013, two bombs exploded at the Boston Marathon. So the Boston Marathon, it's a race. And of course, we use um, miles here. Uh, But it's 26.2 miles, a marathon. Boston Marathon always happens in April. We have a holiday in the United States. No, I shouldn't say that. We have a holiday in Massachusetts in Maine only. Only those two states celebrate. My state of Maine, it used to be part of Massachusetts. In 1820, we split from Massachusetts. That's a whole nother nother lesson. But in 1820, Maine becomes a free state. The state of Missouri becomes a slave state to try to keep that balance. So we split from Massachusetts in 1820. 
All right. And um, Mode says he has to go to bed. I don't have to go to bed, but I do have some other things that I need to do. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson. If you watch live, thank you so much. Ibrahim, Amina, Mode. Good night. Cecilia is here. Still. Oh, nice. Eh, anybody else? If Semra is still here, thanks for watching. Rod, if you're still here, thanks for watching. Sita, if you're still here, thanks for watching. I'm going to get going, but uh, we'll do this again pretty soon. I'm on vacation for the summer, so I don't know. Let me know. Leave a comment. What city should I do next on this channel? All right. Thanks so much for watching. Hope this helped with your English. Adios, amigos.